When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Live on a Friday, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by Bo Brock, the pride of Northwestern, Damian Anderson, and in studio, number 81, decked out in his OG's gear, Frank Sanders. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are we doing on a Friday? I think we're all live, but Frank is lit, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, no, nah, we're good, man. We're good. We're going we're gonna to keep it together 10 and 2. We're going to put the hands on the left and right, drive this thing about 35 miles per hour. That's smart. As my, uh, as my guys are controlling the controlling the brakes. Put your seatbelts on today, though, because it could get live and lit in a second real fast. Yes, sir. All right. Well, gentlemen, let's talk about it. On deck next week, actual, real, tangible football although slowed down OTAs begin for the Arizona Cardinals on Monday I've got the schedule the schedule here for the offseason and as we can see we went through April no Kyler Murray uh, obviously no DeAndre Hopkins to a greater extent coming off injury although he was hanging out no Hollywood Brown he wasn't a Cardinal yet minicamp just concluded and now May 23rd Mr. Bo Brock we have OTAs next week what are you looking forward to seeing from the Arizona Cardinals and their faithful? How about their franchise quarterback in attendance, dropping dimes to his brand new wide receiver, Hollywood Brown, even maybe some DeAndre Hopkins. He's not suspended yet. See D-Hop, what is he at? At LA Fitness, hooping it up. I'd like to see him in some shorts out there running some routes. Uh, there it is. Yeah, Eric Ruby of 98.7. Somebody must have sent him that. There's D-Hop. Hopefully it's not the Terrell Suggs LA Fitness where he tore his Achilles. Maybe he's more oh, likely. Oh, oh. Hopefully he's just dropping back and, and taking maybe I don't know what he's doing. Hopefully he's not actually out there balling. But uh what I want to see is Kyler Murray. Next week. Don't put I will, I'm so, I apologize. I don't, don't want to put, put I just <laughs> I just hope somebody out there doesn't have too killer of a crossover and gets D hop yeah. put on the IR again. And, and and Johnny and Bo, and I want to throw this out to you guys. I, I mean I I can't recall in the in years past, but is this a time where Kyler normally shows up or he obviously- he dabbles? He's a dabbler. Okay. In OTAs, he okay. partakes in what he wants. Man, he got kind of shit on for last year, like he participated <laughs> in part of it, but it was right. nothing contract related. So, but the, I mean, it's Kyler. He's not Mr. Rah Rah, first one in the building, last one out yet. And I think that's a lot of the criticism that he faces. Right. Like OTAs, yeah, you say what you want about him. 
This is not like voluntary workout, like lifting weights. This is off-season team, team activities, right? So typically, if you're the team leader making 40 plus million dollars, which we all feel like is coming. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. There, there it is, right? There, there, there it is. There Not it yet. is. That's Not the yet. slip of the tongue I've been waiting on. <laughs> I didn't say shit. I didn't say anything. That's that little thing Not I've been yet. waiting you to pull out. All right, finish your thought process then, Frank. Frank was what do you want to say to me? Yeah, no, I just I just knew you was gonna say the right thing, which led to the truth of the matter is that he doesn't have to be there, of course, this year. We're assuming he's gonna make 40. Why wouldn't you want to go? Why doesn't he want to go? It's not the it's again, it's it's because he's a millionaire and he got a football field probably right next to his house, and he likes waking up from his bed, eating his food, and throwing out his field right now. I mean, he just likes the comfort of being at home. No one's more pro Kyler Murray than me, and I'm gonna come off anti-Kyler Murray on this podcast, and that I don't want that to be the case. Now did you guys not. care? Did hey. you guys care during your playing days who showed up during times like this? Now I know the cha- the schedules changed quite a bit. I mean, well, as no. far as what's, you know, Bo, great question. I think Frank yeah. has a different experience than I did. I mean, I was at everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, did, <laughs> it, it didn't matter if it was voluntary. I helped clean the locker room afterwards just <laughs> so they made you, sure Damian. that I was committed to being on the football team. Frank, well, you know, the first second round pick, he had a little bit of freedom, you know, to do. As he felt, I know that Frank, you know, came from Florida. So him going back, Frank, I don't know. You could you could speak to that, but for me, it's different for every guy, Bo and Johnny. Like obviously, there's those you know fringe guys. Guys are fighting to make the team every year. They're going to do whatever it takes. Show up to everything. You can't give a coach an opportunity to say, "Well, this guy wasn't here, so you're going to be there all the time." Right? Frank had a little bit more freedom. Obviously, he was established, was a draft pick, had some some money in the bank. It, it was a different story. But Frank, I'll let you you know. No, you're, you're right. You're right on that, Jay. Uh, DA, just on the idea that there are players that have the longitude and the latitude is night and day between where you was drafted at, how how much playing time you get, and all those things. And I think there is a part of this conversation, the OTAs, that there is a mandatory moment when the veterans are supposed to be there, and most of the guys that are under contract mandatorily will be there in those in those scheduled times. Um, and that was very rare that I saw a guy that wasn't there either in the facilities doing mandatory OTAs prior to that. If your guy wasn't, if it wasn't a mandatory moment, some of the guys did not show up. Some of the times I think my last three years, I, I was at Brett Fisher sports therapy over, over, over in Tempe getting, you know, working out with Andre Warsworth and, you know, Aeneas Williams and other guys of, of, of the sort. And we felt like that, that training position was putting us, putting us in a better, a better fit in the field where we wanted to be athletically. So, and I think sometimes what you find is, you can you can meet another guy from another team and realize that he's training at a different level than what our facility is giving us at our at at um at our place. And sometimes what you get at your place is static status stuff, just to you know norm stuff to keep you healthy, make sure you show up, make sure you're there, and kind of rotating through. But you don't get that next level training, and so sometimes you got to go outside the box to go get that. And if it's not mandatory. Not every player that doesn't that if you're not on the contract, I wouldn't be there. But if I'm on the contract and manager, well, Kyler Murray's under contract. He, he's a, he's under contract for the next couple of years. Yeah, he well, he's under money. a contract that's not paying him his money, and so his net worth or his worth is what's more important at this time. And we've seen how you know quarterbacks in the position in this stage. If he doesn't play well this year, guys, you already know this contract conversation is going to drag out and it's going to loom out. And then they're going to be talking about we need to get ready to trade him and move on from him. 
And that would have been a wasted year in, in, in his mind and on his body. So he has to make a good decision right now and think about himself. Guys, just in this window of time, he has to be selfish just a little bit in regards to the future and the well-being of Kyler Murray. But I mean, but isn't that every player, every person that does, you know, goes to work, isn't that every person's goal and job is to get financial freedom? So you can't be mad at a, a guy like Kyler staying, standing his ground, wanting to be around, you know, his comfort zone to be best prepared for the season. All the points that Frank said that you have, you know, if this season were, if they didn't sign him, this season were to go bad, it would be the next, you know, next worst thing, get Kyler out of town, right? However, if he has that financial security, he knows that he's going to be okay. He knows that his days are limited, so he has to take advantage of this opportunity right now. And I know that we're going to get into the Nick Saban thing, but that's to the point, taking advantage of your opportunity when you have that. That, you know, tomorrow isn't guaranteed, but if someone's going to give you, you know, 40 million, 20 million and solidify your future, I mean, come on, guys. That's why Bo's coming here. He heard that Bo got a contract <laughs> off on that slow, but that's why Bo's coming. He's leaving his place, moving, driving down. He'll be on his way, moving to Phoenix because yeah. the contract money negotiations, talks. money talks, and we'll get, guess talks. who's showing up to this? Guess who's coming back to Arizona? <laughs> Mr. Bo Brock. And it was my good faith to show up during the draft. I showed up early. This is what Kyler Murray, I think he's going to show good faith because I think it would show optics-wise, optics-wise, as far as what it really means, as far as what it really means, if he doesn't show up because it's voluntary, it doesn't mean crap until it's mandatory and doesn't show up, right? But if he doesn't show up, it does. the, the perception is it would be a step back, not two full steps back, but a step back from where the goodwill has been since, you know, the Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury pre-draft press conference where they said there's zero chance he's going in where, and then he goes and he's an all-star on Twitter and he's lighting people up and saying, I want to win Super Bowls in Arizona. I'm an Arizona Cardinal. So I think that if he doesn't show up on Monday, and I and I think he will, hanging out with Justin Pugh, Zach Ertz at the UFC fight. He's hanging out with Hollywood Brown and his feet on the on the wood at the Mavs-Suns game. And then you've got him just the other night. He's hanging out with mom and Michael B. Jordan. I think he's ready to get back on the field. He's at the Hollywood premiere. That's only an hour flight to Phoenix. He's good to go. He's in a PJ. Yeah. He's on a PJ. Don't mind. You've, got, <laughs> you've got this Jeremy Fowler tweet or article or whatever it is saying, well, he's not going to be happy if he doesn't have a new contract. I don't know if training camp is going to happen. Well, no shit. Kyler Murray's yeah. not coming to training camp with the pads on, but you know, button heads even as a quarterback, without a new contract. Like, everybody and their mom knows that. My wife knows that. Everybody gets that. But OTAs is less about, I believe, the product on the field. Kyler Murray's mastered this offense. This is his fourth year. I feel like we were saying this before voluntary team activities or whatever it was, voluntary workouts. It's not about the product on the field. It is about, again, to Bo's point, like the message it sends. I think it sends a great message to the fan base, to your teammates, to the coaches, like, hey, guys, I'm all in with this team. We're going to get this contract thing figured out. That's for my my agent to worry about, Eric Burkhart. I'll be here right now because I'm invested. And everybody knows that already. But, like, it's like the first one in, last one out kind of mentality. Like, that's overplayed, and I get that. But where has this team struggled the most? There has been a disconnect at the end of the season with communication, camaraderie, Right. You got that shit about Kyler Murray trying to take himself out of games against the Rams. Like the if Aaron, the, if Aaron Donald hitting you in the face, you're gonna want to take yourself out the damn well, game. I just too. well, but like then there was that BS report about him on his phone uh during halftime texting his girlfriend and like just weird stuff, right? Damn. And just he's no, never going to be 
He's never going to be Russell Wilson, like Mr. Rah-Rah, ultimate teammate, you know, lives, eats. Yeah, that that's not him. <laughs> but I do think there are renewed expectations. If I'm Kyler Murray, I care about public perception and the fact that, like, it will affect, whether he knows this or not, like Pro Bowl voting, it will affect his reputation among people outside of the NFL, like, Kind of a February was kind of a smear campaign for Kyler Murray, not from this podcast, but from other areas. Like I'm Kyler Murray, it's like I'm just I'm gonna go be part of be be with my teammates because they're invested in me. Johnny, I'm invested what what with happened? Them. What, what happened with Aaron Rodgers when when all everything was going on in the offseason and he finally got his deal? What happened when he started winning games? Silence. Silence. Aaron Rodgers, but I the only pushback I have is Aaron Rodgers has accomplished much more than Kyler Murray. He had won a Super Bowl. Like Aaron can, I don't think Kyler Murray's being selfish, but Aaron can can hold the Packers hostage because number one, they have no other options. Aaron acts like he's Tom Brady, though. Aaron acts like he's Tom Brady. Yeah, that's a different conversation. I'm just saying, like, Kyler Murray is getting dragged through the coals outside of Phoenix and maybe internally here because he no showed in the playoff game. And now he wants a bunch of money. And so I think just from public perception, like go and be with your teammates. I don't I don't need him running around OTAs. I, I don't need him risking injury. But you do have, by the way, a brand new toy that was acquired that I would assume is going to be at OTAs next week. I don't a know that definitively. Them. Yeah. A couple of them. I mean, you've his got brand new tight end. Yeah. You've got and some brand new, new offensive receiver. Lineman. Yeah. Hey, you he know what this sounds back. like? You know what this sounds like? <clears throat> Say so you're a manager at a, at a spot. You're the manager and they just hired some new guy. And so now you think you're required because they hired some new guy to show up because this new guy to got to go to No, extra. football that, football that, is Frank, come on. Not, football. What are we there. talking about? I, Chili's I, or something I, here I, TJ I, Fridays? I just, so this is the point <laughs> um, this is the same thing. Football you you would think is different. It's not. It's not. It's really not. I don't have to be there to do to to you already know, me and Hollywood Brown, we're throwing balls right now in Dallas. So man. if I don't have a – if he don't know what a curl route looks like to me, then God damn, what we've been doing. And let's not brag about that he came from Oklahoma and I was in Oklahoma at the same time. So I got to be in OTAs with If you I'm a greeter and Bo, and Bo is busting tables, right, <laughs> yes. that's one thing. But okay. if I if my job intertwines with him, right, and I'm throwing him passes and I'm the, the captain of the team, captain of the offense – so you get him the big tippers. You get him the big tippers. greeter. That's right. Which one is the greeter? Okay. Which one is the greeter? I'm greedy, people. I'm greedy. I'm, I'm up in your Johnny face. Has a hair. What would you say, Johnny? Johnny has a hair. And We're getting the Chili's in Maricopa, too, which I'm very excited about. You better leave Chili's alone. You, you know. better. You I better like Chili's. Be hey, we can't. We can't talk about Chili's until they send us some checks. So I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> We're gonna get one. Johnny doesn't sit the big the big tippers to my section. I'm gonna yeah. have words with him. That's for sure. That's because, right. And we have you on the same page. We built if, that yeah, rapport. Work exactly. There we go. Yeah, that's only Great. because you know in the back end you're gonna take care of him. So I already <laughs> know that because we've been doing this since college. So I don't have to be here for that particular reason. It also opens up everybody else next week to answer questions about this when they would rather probably focus on football. Like, can we be honest about that too? Like he could be doing his, his teammates a favor and I don't, they don't owe him anything, but it's just like Hollywood Brown just wants to get ingratiated in this. And he's got an olive branch in one player. Like Kyler Murray can get him involved. Just be a glue guy. I want Kyler to be a glue guy. Is that too much to ask? I, yeah. I think he knows that it's no, going to do no. more harm than good not, by not showing up. It's just going to do more harm than good. And at the end of the day, it doesn't mean crap. But 
And, and we saw this last year. The report was, guys, that Cliff Kingsbury, he had this understanding, players coach, that these guys show up to three of the ten voluntary workouts. Three of the ten. That's not asking a lot. And even a guy who knows the, the playbook backwards and forwards like Kyler does, I'm sure he wants him there just to be a part of the part of the squad to kick things off. And then when it comes like the is June 14th through 16th, that's when the mandatory stuff kicks in. Just go in there, get a couple reps, and then be on your, get on a flight, board a flight to Dallas immediately afterwards if you want, and then come back. Here's the beauty of this conversation. It sounds right, and the optics will look right. But when it comes to the locker room and your money, no one says absolutely nothing toward a dude and his money. <clears throat> you can go in and ask him a thousand questions and ask everyone in the locker room, would you like to have Kyler here? They're going to say, yeah, but he has to do what he has to do in the best interest for him and his family. And that's that's going to be the I don't think the his, his contract is prohibited from him showing up next week or not. I think it, the con- – like, I'm not into it's that. Not prohibited, right but it's not prohibited, but that's the part where you're talking about taking the stance. That's the part where it says, if you don't want the naysayers to be talking bad about your organization, Arizona Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, Steve Kimes, and Cliff Kingsbury, because you signed those two guys, then if I'm going to be the top tier guy that's on, that's, I'm going to be one of these guys in this in this in this in this process. Then you need to go ahead and get that deal done. And if you don't want to get it done, then let the media do exactly what they did March, fe- Mar- February, March. And April. I think the heavy lifting's been there. done. No, no, I think I, I, I think I, it's I, been done. And I think okay. that to Bo's point a little bit earlier, talking about good faith, right? I think the Cardinals have shown that they want to get a, a receiver that Kyler's familiar with. One, obviously, they've you know, uh, equipped the, the team with their first, their second round draft pick and Trey McBride, right? They're going offensive heavy, right? Giving Kyler all his weapons, showing them that they're doing all the right things, right? Hey, we had just, we had planned for the contract. We plan to address it after the draft is over. So they're doing all the right things. I agree with Frank in terms of, hey, his money's his money's guys aren't going to really speak on that. I think that they'll support Kyler and whatever he does. But given the past actions of the team, I think, it, it would do well if he shows, you know, I think it's it's only going to be something beneficial, but he has to stand his ground in what he wants to do, right? I think the Cardinals have shown, you know, some of their cards, like, hey, we're doing all these things. We got your best friend. We got him. We got Trey McGride. He's going to create mismatches on the offensive, uh, you know, schematically. Hey, we, we're doing everything that we can for you with the exception of paying you yet, which is huge, but we're doing everything that we can you could show up to a couple practices. And I think that uh, to both, I think both said three out of 10, I think he'll show up to a couple of those. I, I think he's there. I think he shows up uh, because he's smart. He understands what's on the line. I think the contract stuff is over. I, I, I really do believe that. I think, you know, there's word that Michael Bidwell went to his house and smoothed things out. I believe that that happened at some point. Uh, I, I, it's, Hollywood Brown is here because Kyler Murray wanted him here. They could have traded for another receiver. He checks a lot of boxes, but number one, he's best friends with Kyler Murray. Like you don't do that move unless everything's going to work out in the end. I the contract thing is I'm I'm past that. It's we're, it's going to get announced. He's going to make generational wealth. But like I also like, are we going to have this conversation next year? He's going to be paid handsomely. Are you are you guys cool with him? Let's let's fast forward. He's been paid. They made the playoffs next year. You know whatever, and if he doesn't show up to OTAs, does that bother you guys next year? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That's, what, make the playoffs. that's what you do. I think I think if you don't make the playoffs. It's How many nice starting play. quarterbacks in the NFL don't come to OTAs? If it's I, I would say mi- minimal. So 
I mean, no, I would say plenty don't go, come to OTAs until you realize. Uh, I, I think most go. Tom Brady's at OTAs. I mean, he had, he had Bruce Arians tell him not to come. He had to, Bruce BA had to say, don't come. You I'm not saying, you. like, I'm not trying and to so be anti Kyler. I'm just saying, like, what, at look what at point that point, Bo need to like, go and be a leader. But look at Bo just stated, like, they told Tom, don't even come to OTAs. That's how important OTAs is. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Let's, let's walk but it he out. Has the re- he has he the resume. Just, I mean, win some still, win some championships, still. make some conference tournaments. I mean, finals, so I, when then, we say that, you got to you got to talk about maybe what three quarterbacks in the last twenty years. You're gonna talk about that that won some championships, right. and so that is, that's everybody else. Look at Johnny trying to change the contract. Change the contract. <laughs> he tried to change the contract the last minute. No, when, I, I just I I think it's important for him to be there at some point, and I I don't I don't love every year if he takes off OTAs. I just don't think okay. the optics are good. Gotcha. No, but I don't think anybody, not, I, I don't think anybody remembers Johnny if they're going to the playoffs and they have a home you know home field advantage. Right. No, and he could squash all of it by next January, kicking ass and taking names. Then it's not a big deal. Agreed. But to Bo's point, like if you regress, you don't make the playoffs, you flame out again. We're having that conversation. You're, you're not at you're not at your team stuff. Like that. That's not. This is the only thing that I knock Kyler for. It's like be at the team stuff. It's voluntary. You think there but, was. Do you think there was this conversation about Carson Palmer? Well, he was at everything, oh. though. Was he? Yeah. He came okay. to every OTA. He was at every season. Seems, seems every OTA about that. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was. I mean, I know he was on a. He he had the he had with the arm trouble. Like he had a. It all, you know they they wanted to make well, sure he was, he was rehabbing. But you know, is Matthew Stafford at every OTA? Is like I mean, are all the quarterbacks around the league? Like, I wonder what that is. I what I wonder what's the you know, attendance rate of starting QBs at OTAs. Well, you know what? I can tell you right now, if Kyler Murray's not there on Monday, you, uh, this person right here you're looking at is going to do a <laughs> poll of all 31 starting quarterbacks. We're going to go through them one by one and see who's not there, for better or worse. Could be ugly for the, for some folks on this panel here. If, if it's What's coming the up odds? 90%. He's, he's a betting favorite to, to go to OTAs, correct? Do we I, feel would that say way? I would say 50-50. I would say it's even money. That's not, really? Johnny, that's not a real – 50-50 is like you just said nothing. I'm going to say less than 70 Damien doesn't think he's showing up. No, I do think he's showing up. I think, I you mean, do? I think, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like, I, I agree with you, Johnny. I think 50 50, but in terms of all the quarterbacks in the league showing up to OTAs, I'd say it's less than 50%. I'm saying it's minus 250 him showing up. Damn, both things. I think he's a heavy favorite to show up on Monday. Oh, man. I love hearing that. And I also love <laughs> if I could gamble on in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Look, I'm pissing everybody off on a Friday. I don't, I don't want that to be the mood. Uh, the NBA playoffs is nonstop action. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win, get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? Well, tonight we've got Mavs Warriors Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals. You can dabble into some same-game parlays. I plan on doing that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes, total rebounds, and more. And you can do all of this, boom, for an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs. Get a free bet back up to $25. If one leg does not hit its call to action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook 21 and over. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona only, 
new customer only, minimum $5 deposit, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Gentlemen, my DraftKings pick of the week, I am taking a rather healthy spread. The Warriors, I think, are going to blow out the Mavs for the second consecutive night. Mm, Get Warriors minus 12 on DraftKings. I got no agree with me today. Plus 250, 250 on DraftKings. Blowout. I think they sweep, by the way, the Dallas Mavericks, who are frauds. Did you tease that to 12, or that's the that's the spread? No, I teased it to 12. Minus four is the sp- or minus six was the spread uh, this afternoon. But I wanted big boy odds. And so I'm getting them plus <laughs> you 250 because I know what I'm doing. Big action there. It's great yeah. to have the gang back together. DA back in the full. Frank Sanders, Johnny Venerable, Bo Brock. And I love that we've got an Auburn alumni in the crowd because we got our guy, Frank Sanders. And seeing all of the smoke that was that was on display between Nick Saban and Texas AM head coach Jimbo Fisher the last couple of days about NIL laws. I'm sure Auburn alum over here is just like, oh, just with your popcorn and your OGs, you're just watching it unfold like it's your favorite TV show. Sparked a, de- well, you know, a debate, a draft we want to do, have some fun here on a Friday about the best public beefs of all time. Let's do it. I mean, we just had Chris Rock and Will Smith, right? I mean, we've got Jimbo Fisher. We've got, we've got uh, Nick Saban. We've got Chris Paul and Patrick Beverly. Let's Big get Jimbo. Get Cardinalson. Yeah, absolutely. So, Coach, uh, like to respond to some comments made last night in Alabama? Uh, yes, I would. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top, and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. <laughs> Go scorch earth on them there. Uh, that's Jumbo Fisher. <laughs> Frank, you like that? I love that. Yeah, I think it is despicable that uh, that, that conversation had to hit the table. Um, and I'm surprised that Jimbo actually went at him like that. Um, that is surprising. I will tell you this here. Jimbo Fisher was my quarterback's coach at Auburn with mm-hmm. Pat Nix and um, Steve uh, Stan White. And he was there. I'm going to tell you something. You won't find a better guy, just some salt of the earth of a person in regards to loving the game of football, loving his quarterbacks. And when he walks inside your, and walks inside your house, you're going to look in his, in, his, in, his, in his gray blue eyes, man, and going to find out that he means what he says and says what he means. And I think that's, a, that's what Jimbo Fisher's at. But the way they just both coaches went at each other and the conversation that's on the table, um, I like it. You know why I like it? Because I like the dirt. You know why I like the dirt? I like the fact that two teams that have uh, two programs, man, that statistically 
that have done some things to, in the SEC, man, that you can always kind of go back and just look at, look at how things are transpiring in their programs. You can always ask these questions on both sides of the table. And But to point out Nick Saban, um, hey, <laughs> that's, that's a tall task. He called him narcissistic. Like he didn't. Even, he didn't. He didn't hold that back. He said a narcissistic personality to say something like that, man. That to me is. Uh, I don't know how they're going. I don't know. I don't know how. I do not know how they're going to solve that between both of those guys. I'm pretty sure at least eight of the coaches in the SEC have the same agent, and so that's going to be conversational. And then again, they got to find a way to break the ice. And I think uh, I don't know if the bigger man going to stand up, but I know somebody needs to say something on October eighth when they play and make a decision. Who's gonna ball out for their coach? No, I, I'm with that. I, I like what Jimbo said. I, I thought it was very poignant. Shout out to all, all the love coming from the chats. Uh Cardinal Sin 21. Um, you already know what it is. Uh, but no, guys, I mean, for me, it's I thought it was a bit hypocritical um of Nick Saban, uh, a guy that has left Michigan State to go to LSU for more money, a guy that le- left LSU to go to the Miami Dolphins for more money, and then he left. Uh, Miami to go to Alabama for more money and stayed there and used his name and image and likeness to get more money from the University of Alabama. So uh, to me, it's almost a pot calling the kettle black. And I think when you talk to a recruit or you talk to a kid, if you really want what's best for them, it's to secure their future, right? And not have them avoid, you know, the, the, the pitfalls that happen transitioning in the National Football League or being a young man with wealth or, or some money. So to go out there and, and, as Jimbo said, to attack a 17-year-old, to call out coaches, to attack, attack Jackson State. I mean, Nick Saban is doing Geico commercials with Deion Sanders, yet he's talking about players at Jackson State. To me, it doesn't matter. To me, it just seems like there's a power shift, and Nick Saban isn't number one in something for, you know, for whatever reason, and he's making sure everybody knows why. And he does, he feels slighted because – and he was also at that at, at that business meeting, right, trying to tell them business people to – y'all got to donate a little bit more for us to be for us to be number one. I mean, I think that's what he was saying. He didn't, he didn't say that they did anything illegal. I think we make a note of that, but I think his rhetoric and his tone was hella negative, and it painted, you, you know, Jimbo and Dion in a bad place, which, you know, they're just competing and trying to win like everybody else. I want to get to the super chat, Cardinal Sin twenty one five oh nine. Thank you so much, Cardinal Sin. Really enjoying the content, guys. Get me ready for Cardinals football. Well, we appreciate that. We're going to be locked and loaded the entire off season in preparation for fall kickoff. But boy, I think we have something special planned in light of this Jimbo Fisher Nick Saban duel. What do you got going on? Let's do a draft of the best beefs. We'll all go. We'll choose our three best beefs, the four of us. I know there's a ton mm-hmm. of them between the sports world, celebrity world, Hollywood. You know, there's some, there's some, uh, some, a lot of chirping over there in Hollywood politics. You can go anywhere you want with this. Let's get with the best beefs. Uh, I feel bad because I'm just going to take the number one pick. Uh, number two, Johnny, we got that going to our guy, Damian. Frank's going to go third, and then you're going to go fourth. And, yep. Number one, this is one one. Okay. And um, I think that this was one of the most phenomenal beefs that went on forever. And uh, you know, even though after Kobe passed, you know, there's so much respect after he passed, but I think Shaq Kobe was one of the greatest beefs we had for such a long time. Uh I mean, Kobe stays in LA, Shaq they force the trade, he goes to Miami, he wins in Miami. Give me Kobe Shaq as my favorite beef. It's one one. Damien. 
Mm, that's a good one. And, and I'm still thinking it's going to take me a minute. So I'm just going to yeah. go with what I know right now. I'm going to go with America versus gas prices right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. That's fine. That's fair. America versus gas prices. Is that cool? I, I say some worse things than Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban when I'm at the pump these days. So I think I put you're 15 exactly bucks right. in my tank this morning. Bruh. Just to Bruh. get me to town, yeah. and I'm already oh on you again. I want to that fight somebody every time I fill up. Like, it's shit. Oh, damn. Frank, you're up. Can you, you got one for us? <laughs> I do. I got one, man. This is like, it's, this was like one of the most pettiest beefs ever. But I thought the dude, the way he handled it was absolutely, man, just, just a dog about it. It was 50 Cent versus Ja Rule. Ooh. Like 50, like he just destroyed Ja Rule. I don't even know why he went at him like that. He had a beef with Mayweather, which he would just be. I mean, I'm just saying this is him with Mayweather just saying May Floyd Mayweather couldn't read. And he said, I bet him fifty thousand dollars that if he just read this, I put two hundred fifty thousand dollars in, in his charity. If he just can read a book, just read one book, and that that that's that with that. With Ja Rule, another another artist who was back in the days, man, just with a shanti. Great voice, you know, y'all. That the conversation. Fifty Cent would buy out his concerts. He'd buy out the first fifteen rows of his concert. No one <laughs> would be in the that. front fifteen rows of his concert, bro, just so he would come to a stage with nobody in the front. And then if oh, he wanted to, he'd sit one of his homies to sit in the stands. Man, like that is like that kind of beef. It's petty, but for whatever it is, man, it's uh, it's it's a hell of a good. It's a hell of a good uh. Situation. I, I respect the pettiness there. Uh, I'm going to keep it on the celebrity end with pick number four and our best public beefs draft. And one that just got resolved not too long ago. I'm going to go Britney Spears versus her entire family. Mm. The conservative shift that they had over her after, you know, she, you know, we all shave our heads every now and then we, you know, <laughs> they have leached off of her for the better part of two decades. And she finally escaped. She had to sue her dad. Her sister's a hot mess. So I will go Britney Spears, the, the queen of pop in my day, against her bumblefuck. Oh, no. He lost him. <laughs> he got cut off for that. He was it, it's, apparently the Spears. He was censored by, by the role. Spears. Are you for real? Got us. The conservatorship what got the us. Heck? I'm back. They kicked me out. I'm back. What the, the conservatorship got us, bro. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, now you ain't Cardinals go update. Me. How dare you? That's right. I, I, right. I can't chug it. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. We don't get along. Bo, you're up, my friend. Oh man. The I feel like as far as rap feuds, like there you could go deep on that one. Like Nas and Jay-Z was a yeah. good one. Uh, yeah. you can get to the ones that went way, way over East versus West, but uh yeah. that's a good one. Jay-Z jaw roll, because it's funny. The way that he handled that, the, the 15 rows is an all-time troll, bro. As far as that goes. Uh let's see. Number two, I, I like this one. I'm gonna go with Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau mm. on the on the links. Yeah. Because how savage Kepka was when Bryson yes. was walking behind him. You had all the memes. Give me that because you don't see a feud in golf that often. Yes. Yes. I take that any day that we got thought that was fire. As a <laughs> golfer, I like that. I like that drama in golf, man. When a guy, you know, they they say you, you should let your sticks talk, but man, when you can just kind of go at a guy and you know, which, which words and your antics consistently, see if it's going to mess with them. But the fans joined in, which is even better when the, in the Bryson and the 
Kepka beef, and they chose Kepka over Bryson, and they would just they would they would they would rag him the whole way through, and then again, you know, you know how it goes, how it plays out. Both of them get injured, and they then they both got to shut up. I got, I got guys. I got like a three way beef here. I got Drake and Kanye, and Kanye and Pete Davidson. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot. Hey, of I think layers. you gotta go. I think you gotta go Kanye and Pete Davidson there. I think you gotta go Kanye and Taylor Swift. Ooh. Mm. Kanye versus Kanye everybody. Versus everybody. <laughs> Kanye versus uh, who was the president on the uh, on the when he was with uh, oh, with George Bush. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kanye versus George with Bush them with Mike Myers. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, on MTV. Right. Yeah, man. So yeah, Kanye, Kanye versus everybody. Kanye versus everybody. We'll do that. Good stuff, Frank. Um, just to flip this thing a little bit. Uh, back to basketball. Back in the days, man, you used to see. Uh, look, the Detroit Pistons, the bad boys were just, they had beef with a whole bunch of people, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Bulls, and they was putting hands on everybody. Bill Lambert versus the league, man, because he didn't give a rats. Bill would choke the, he would choke, <laughs> Bill would clothesline, choke somebody. Is, is he, he Pat Bev? Is he huh? Pat Bev? Is he Pat Bev? Of Pat the, Bev uh, ain't Pat Bev. He ain't, man, Pat Bev ain't throwing a punch on nobody. He ain't swung on nobody. He pushed, uh, he pushed. He pushed. He ain't swung on nobody, no blood. Your boy Bill, Bill played his role at the highest level. Whatever it took to anti um, antagonize, uh, uh-oh. antagonize. Thank you, antagonize uh, your boy of uh, the, uh, the other team. It didn't matter. He was doing his thing. So him, Rodman, the bad boys back in the days. He, 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 he knew he had killers behind them, bro. He that's what I'm saying, though. That's why yeah. I said the Detroit Pistons because they, he, they he wasn't doing that off anybody. the court, though. He wasn't doing that off the court, though. I mean, now we're talking about Al Capone and some people doing some real stuff off the... Now, off Bill the Lambert was a plumber, bro. Like, all respect, he played in the league and he played on a championship team, but dude was a hella strong, tall carpenter from the Midwest. Like, that's it's a the different game. Ball. It's a different game it's now. It's a different game, it's yeah. They were putting hands on people, though. They didn't mind putting hands on people, which I, I appreciate. Like, I might have had a shot, is what Damien's saying, <laughs> at, play, at playing ball. For sure, Johnny. <laughs> RBs, bro. RBs. That's right. RBs for life. All right, let's do it. My second pick, I debated. Uh, I really am enticed with uh, whatever the hell happened with Ray Allen and the Celtics after he left for Miami uh, and spurred uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to stick with celebrities here. I'm going to go to the Fast franchise. The Rock versus... That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I have only seen maybe two of those movies. Tokyo Drift being one of them. The Rock versus Vin Diesel... The Rock, who is the number one paid actor in Hollywood, I believe, and Vin Diesel trying to hang on to relevance with that franchise. The Rock basically saying, I'm not going to be in your stupid-ass movies anymore. Vin Diesel trying to leverage the death of Paul Walker on Instagram, saying, he needs us. We need to do this movie together. And just all the disrespect there. So I'm not. I'm very much Team Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, hold, hold on, over hold on, Vin Johnny. Diesel. Hold on. Wait a minute. Fast, Wait a minute. Fast, fast series are, are amazing. One. Oh no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> two. No, no, no. Two. The fact it was like that synergy, right? The fast series helped Dwayne. Dwayne. I feel like maybe series. Dwayne helped. Yeah, the fast series. You know what I mean? Nah. Like they, they, they nah, both they helped. helped. Thank you. They helped him yeah. first. We're not going to be anti-rock on this podcast. I love the rock. <laughs> I think he's dope. I think everything about the rock is real, but I think that 
Fast Series is legit. Tokyo Drift may have been the one suspect one that you watched. <laughs> one that you, you watched two of them, but all I know is in this most recent one, I've not seen it. I've seen clips of it. They go to space, and I'm like, I think we need to. I, good move by Dwayne stepping out so you, graciously. So you, so you mean to tell me you can't get an engine hooked up on your car to go into space? You can't do that. I'm. Ta- I think. I think Dwayne's like. I know when Innovate to tap out. Would be. Cr- they should have ended it with that one with with Paul Walker and the song. That should have been it, but Vin Diesel doesn't know when to stop. Song. Yeah, remember it's been a long. Remember that song that right. they should have. They put when he passed away. Hey, Bo, right. do a, Bo, do a blast, man! In the last ten chats, man, you see these guys what they say. Yeah, this is some great, great chat. I like Cardinal Sin with Amber Heard versus Bladder Control, and it might that might sway my decision that's, for my yes, final pick. That's a great. I one. like. Uh, I like Marks, Michael Crabtree, and Nakeem Talib. That would they would get. Uh, yeah. They would get hot on the field. They were blows. Somebody That's ripped somebody's chain, right? Yeah. Wasn't it Crabtree? Yeah. Delete it. So, I, you know what? I'm going with uh, Post Malone versus taking a shower. That's good. I'm going to go good. with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp because it's just yeah. it's taking yeah. up all the, all the headlines. You, you have to go. Then they're saying just some awful, <sighs> awful <laughs> shit about each other. Yeah. Give me that. And, That's a great yeah, man. Oh my goodness, man! Hilarious. Love Captain Jack. You know, you I love Captain you, Jack Sparrow. You know it's bad when no one can even comment. You're like, Ugh. you just don't know what you can say at this point. Right. Some I mean, toxic stuff. Good choice, what, bro. Hey, what guy said? Michael choice. Jordan and gambling. That's a beef. <laughs> but I will say, I, I will say one huge one, and I think Isaiah has felt this way ever since Michael Jordan took over Chicago. Is Isaiah Thomas versus Michael Jordan? Oh, like yeah. That. That. I mean, you could see on the last dance that they haven't you know, try to remedy that relationship, nor does Michael care, right? He kept and him off the dream team. MJ go. kept there, him there off the is. dream team. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Hey, real quick, another little, top, little, little crazy beef right now is, is Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Hometown yep. hero ASU boy right now versus PJ Tour and all that stuff that's going on between him and the comments he made back in the days. It's not really a beef, but in the back end of it, man, it's it really kind of tarnishing and it's really messing up his uh, his name for a moment right now. Hopefully, he can salvage that and get himself back. In it should be Phil Miss Mickelson versus his better judgment trying to take. Saw there you go. Know. There you go. Would you not take a hundred? Would you not take that forty million though? Uh, only Vince McMahon does that, where he forces his wrestlers to go work Saudi Arabia, where all the women have to wear long sleeves because they can't be themselves. But it's a different conversation for a different day. Different. Got to know when to draw the line here. Let's draw the line. Let's draw the line. All right, so Damian, are you going officially Isaiah Thomas versus Michael Jordan? Yep, and keeping him okay. off the dream team. Yep. Frank yep. Sanders, what's your last pick? You got one? Oh man. Auburn you, you versus Alabama, about it? man. I'm, I'm gonna Auburn go Frank, I'm gonna go Frank versus Streets. Oh, man. I got that to say, man. You do the dude just said, man. Cardinal Sin, Cliff Kingsbury versus offensive adjustments. All right. Maybe uh, how about Cliff Kingsbury first half one, versus that's Cliff Kingsbury second half, right? They have beefs with each other. Week one through eight versus eight through seventeen. Um here's my Frank's going Auburn, Alabama. Uh I'm gonna round like things it. out here. I'm gonna go the valley. Versus the Arizona Cardinals uniform is my last pick in the public beef draft. Uh, we asked Adam, or excuse me, not Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, shameless plug, earlier this week on the podcast, uh, can we expect new uniforms? And he said on the uniform beat, he has not heard anything. 
which uh, came to the dismay of, of many Adam, Cardinal you fans. You don't really pushing that pot. You only really pushing. No, that. I'm, I'm sorry. You on these Twitter signs, man, saying changing uniforms. You yeah, Warren Hardy, man, flipping the sign saying change the uniform, Michael oh Bidwell. God, <laughs> like you out there subway in it. You know what I mean? Like eat fresh, change the uniforms. Like you're the only one pushing that narrative. Johnny, are Frank. they that bad? Are they that bad for you? Yes, they're ter- Damien, you wore them. That's how old they are. You rock them. Leah, you grin you in. I can hear you. You grin you Leah in. Leah in the room, dying lavish. <laughs> Damien, they were mid-2000s. Johnny, I can fit them, though. I can, I can fit them. <laughs> Damien's throwing so much shade at me on this podcast. <laughs> I had to come at him one time. Um, you go, Bo, might, just get some, Bo needs to get some he reason here Damien, before, I, before I start going unhinged with these bad boys right here <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> on a Friday. Oh, we, we definitely need that clipping right there. Frank says, Johnny's out there flipping signs. Johnny says, Damien, <laughs> you wore them. <laughs> It wasn't that long. I wore, them, I wore them too, and guess what? I wanted them changed, man. I mean, can I have a sad? Yours moment? were better than what they have now. If I can get a You're violin right. in the back, just uh, a little we, bit of music, had, I'll let you know. We had we had basically Russell athletic joints when Frank played. For sure, like, for sure. The, they were like four X long. They wouldn't hem them. Game pants were <laughs> game pants were triple X's. Came down to your ankles. Like I mean, it was get those it linebacker. Was, we had yes. the linebacker yes. shells. Yeah, it was Russell Athletic Joints Premier Edition, and you were playing the National Football League. You'd look at other teams and just like, I can't believe it. Like that. That's the that's <laughs> this, the NFL. This is where we at. This is, <laughs> this is where we at. And then they upgraded Johnny. So we are like kind of we got that we're conditioned. And now it is that. well past time. Let's go. Fair yeah, enough. let's oh go, Mister B. That's another another beef we have is obviously it's us versus the COVID-19 vaccine is out there so we can Ooh. fight it free for everyone five and older, 12 and older eligible for the booster. Hit up azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for location near you. But I'm pumped to tell you about because our guy Frank Sanders was hanging out with our friends over at OG's today. He hit the links. He hung out with our new partners. Look at him. He's got the pickleball paddles. OG's oh, is more than just hanging out at a golf course. It's It's a lifestyle. OG's is Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchen, and it's dedicated to creating an innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. Quality of products stem from the combination of accurate dosing and amazing flavor. Frank, what was your favorite one that you tried today? Orange creamsicle, dog. Of course, orange creamsicle. Delicious. Tastes like a damn popsicle that you get from the ice cream truck, but it's a bomb-ass gummy. They've also got their tropical flavors, strawberry kiwi, raspberry orange, pina colada. You want to learn more about OGs like our guy Frank did today? You don't have to go to a charity golf tournament. You can just go to OGsBrands.com. It's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com to find OGs near you. So, so Frank, what's the uh, product review? On uh, a product review, oh, um, look, I went thinking that this is a simple charity for behalf of the kids of the community. I have never had the pleasure of playing at a cannabis-driven uh, event, and uh, there was a lot of great product out there. Honestly, as a golfer, man, I refuse to I refuse to do any of that stuff while I'm playing because it does so much. It relaxes me too well, man. And you know, when you're trying to stay focused and stay in the moment as a player, you just kind of I can't I can't afford that because I want to play my best and I want to smash and murder people. So when I'm playing golf, so at the end of the day, but I did load up. Did I did, I did walk away with a lot of good product, man? And so I'm looking forward to having that opportunity to try some stuff out. 
you gonna sign one of those paddle paddles and give them away to somebody on the on the show? Absolutely, we'd love to do that, man. Yeah, love to do that. Why don't we find a way we can do a poll? Somebody ambush Frank in the parking lot of the PHNX building and get get yourself a paddle. (laughs) Photo with Mr. Frank Sanders if he can find his way to his vehicle after the show today. Cardinal Sin in the chat. Can we take a full a, a quick poll before we leave? Because I I, I do where, where I stand. Okay. I think Kyler shows up Monday. Mm. Who says he shows I up? Too. I do too. I think he's. Think he I'm going to say up. better than fifty percent. So that's yes. Okay. Yes, he shows up. I'm going to say less than fifty. No, hell no, no, he's not showing up. No, and that's an emphatic no with a double entendre of a no, 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 <laughs> hell to the no, no. Everybody in the chat, Frank, has been saying that we've needed. Uh, uniforms for uh, three seasons already. Uh, so, your family in the chat doesn't count. That that is not my well, the PHNX brethren are my family, so now that is not my immediate family in the chat. Uh, Mark in the chat saying, I think he's going to show Jose, yes, Cardinal Sin, yes. Hope we're not setting ourselves up for disappointment and just for our sake, what we do. I don't want to come on this show on Monday, I want it to be a celebratory day. When we're talking about Kyler Murray to OTAs, if it's not, it's still going to be must see. You can like, subscribe, leave us a five star review wherever you get your podcast. We will be back Monday at four o'clock for Damian Anderson, Frank Sanders, Mr. OG Paddle himself, and of course, Mr. <laughs> Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. Go to the GoPHNX merchandise locker, pick up some gear, and we will see you on Monday. Thanks, everybody. Peace. <laughs>